wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing the bell. Winds in the east, it's coming in. Like something is brewing, about to begin. This candle blessed us with a miracle. Take it, Kronk. <laughs> feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. Pull the lever, Kronk. Wrong lever! There's no mystical energy field that controls my destiny. It's all a lot of simple tricks and nonsense. Well, I happen to be a wizard. A soothsayer, a prognosticator. Some all-powerful genie. He probably can't even get us out of this cave. Don't try to frighten us with your sorcerer's ways, Lord Vader. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. Welcome, everyone. This is our second episode of the Discovered Magic podcast. Hey, and everybody. I am uh, Jason, and that is Steve. Steve. I, why can we not figure this out? I don't know. I, I, it's this one. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. it's not even mirrored, so it, it is backwards. I guess that's why. Uh, but yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't be anyway. able to read my signs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Last time, you know, we just kind of hopped into the show and we didn't really talk about ourselves. So I kind of right. figured we okay. would give a little background, a, a brief background um, about what we do, what we, I know, how we got started and whatnot. Sure. Would you like to go first or shall uh, no, I? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> Will do. All right. Um, so I... I was born, no, skip. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, we were talking about that on the um, the uh, Big Thunder Mountain ride through video. Yeah. I was born yeah. on May yeah. 27, 1977, yeah. two days after Star Wars came out. The <laughs> first one. Okay. A new hope. But you can go watch that video. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, yeah, I started doing woodworking in high school and junior high and all that. And I kind of stopped and then I got into doing web development, um, teaching myself really from like front page, actually it would change stuff wow. with their, the WYSIWYG side, you know, like make forms yeah. and whatnot and then see how the code changed. And I would, I learned it that way. Um, I think that's where I got really good at programming, uh, um, for internet explorer. Um, but then I moved on to doing legit programming, like um, not just JavaScript, but like Perl and PHP. And then I got into Flash. And um, and now I, I do Salesforce and NetSuite and stuff. Um, but somewhere along the line, um, you know, I started my own business doing programming. But a friend of mine asked me to make a sign and she didn't even know that I did graphics or woodworking. And 
it kind of led me back into doing woodworking and yeah. you know i made a couple signs here and there and about a laser and about cncs and like now i'm doing it all the time so that yeah. uh that led to me starting a youtube channel where i met other woodworkers and then disney vloggers because i'm a big uh, disney fan and i made some disney signs and then um I met this guy because he was a follower and yes. we have a friend in common because of that. And, um, you know, we just started talking and started doing, like I said, the right through commentaries and that kind of led to this podcast. Yes. And that takes exactly. us to today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was a little long winded, but, uh, yeah. that's the brief life story right there. Cool. Yeah. And I've, always been interested in woodworking since I was a kid and uh, I didn't know what to do in college so I took AutoCAD and so I got my degree in AutoCAD and once I started AutoCAD at a job I didn't like it anymore <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I went into uh, 3D animation so that was a lot of fun using 3D Studio in DOS back then. That's how old I am. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I, I, I went into um, the game company. Um, I became tech support for a game company, hoping I would go from there to use my computer animation to make video games. Well, uh, that never happened. Uh, <laughs> um, I left or actually the my old boss he actually brought me along with him and we became a development company for a construction supply company i don't know if i should say the name but anyway uh, yeah yeah so um uh, i was part of the development group doing um graphical work so i did all the graphics and and stuff like that for uh this company and then that grew into you know uh, web and um, HTML stuff and <laughs> uh, and then but in the in the meantime I'm still doing woodworking on the side like but not like fine stuff that you were doing I'm building like workbenches and patio tables and patio covers and things like that and and then I became I started doing handyman work and laying flooring and doing all that kind of stuff so um, and then when you know, I started going to Disneyland again, because uh, I didn't want to drive in traffic, so I would go to Disneyland and hang out there. Mm. And that's when I started watching, you know, these YouTubers on, you know, um, and I said, you know what, that'd be kind of fun to, to do. And my cousin's kids in the Netherlands, they were like, oh, you know, they're like little kids and they're, we want to see what Disneyland is like. So I'm like, That'd be kind of fun to do. So I'll, I'll go ahead and record. So I did yeah. like write through videos and stuff and, and then uh, came in contact with you and, <laughs> and that was it. It just grew from there and just had a lot of fun doing this uh, with the YouTube family. And yeah, yeah, we've, yeah. we've acquired some, some good friends because of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just wanted to go back because you were saying, you know, you did more kind of the furniture stuff and I was kind of doing more signs. Well, not really furniture. Well, I mean, but, like bigger yeah. stuff, though. 
Yeah, yeah. The bigger uh, I mean, I made yeah. my own workbenches, but that's about it. Everything else I made was yeah. on the smaller end. But it's funny right, how right. we connected over that little TV thing that I made. Yeah, yeah. So, J- I don't know if you guys, if you, you have to go watch it because yeah, I'll put a link in the description for that too. Yeah. So, Jason made this little TV box, like a old style box, but with an iPad in it. And I was just so amazed on how he built that that I wanted to build one too. So I caught, I uh, put a comment in Jason's um, video. I said, hey, that looks great and blah, blah, blah. And Jason like, hey, give me your address. I'll send you some stuff. And he sends me a hat and pen and stickers and the actual fabric that you use that, that for your... Yeah, I had speaker uh, fabric left over. Yeah, speaker fabric, yeah, that he sent me. So I'm like, yeah, so... You, you, I, you, you hit me at a good time because I had a lot of like promotional stuff that I bought. Oh, because <laughs> I was going to the the um, the craft shows and stuff. So, yeah, I had yeah. Pen, like I, I, mean, I still have a pen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <see? laughs> um, that's the only uh, thing no, I, have but left, I thought. <laughs> I, I thought that was so cool of you to, to yeah. send all that stuff. So, you know, and that's when we reached out and we just became really good friends and. Yeah hanging out and whenever we get a chance when Jason would come to Disneyland, I'll try to go and meet him up, meet up with him. So yeah, you, you know, you lived what four hours away or it's like five, five and a half, five hours. Yeah. yeah. And I lived three, three and a half, four hours away too. So I was on the central coast at the time. You're a little farther so. now. <laughs> yeah. Just a little. <laughs> um. Yeah. I also wanted to mention that TV, like besides meeting you from that. And that's the TV that Bob Gurr, yeah. Disney legend, Imagineer, nice guy of the year, yeah. like was in awe of that. I made this thing it, because he I was like I, a little kid. Yeah. And <laughs> when you, if you watch that video, you guys have to watch that video. Is, Bob Gurr is like a little kid. It, it made, it made my yeah. whole year yeah. from, from the, yeah. him doing that. <laughs> Okay, so what what was uh, Ernie? Because Ernie was playing something on there, right? So Ernie wanted it for his display in the uh, the orange circle, um, the antique station, which is where our good friend yes. works. Yeah, um, yeah. he has a display there, and he wanted to play older Disney movies or animations, um, and just have it going as like a thing to attract customers. And it had a Bluetooth speaker in there. Um, so I kind of made it look like a little retro TV. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he asked me to do this. He, he he had something else in mind. Like he, someone else made one that he kind of slid the iPad in there. And, and I was like, I think I could do better. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, I just like right off the fly, I'm like, let me make this retro thing. And he's like, yeah, go for it. So yeah, it, it just, cool. it came together like, and, you know, I drew it out and made it and get, delivered it to him all yeah. within two weeks. And just so happened that him and Bob, um, cause he's Bob Gurr's manager, um, him and Bob are coming out to Arizona for a show. And that venue was ran by a guy who's in my woodworking group on Facebook. So <laughs> we're all freaking connected. It's a small world. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it is funny. But yeah. yeah, that's that right there shows how awesome it is, you know, to do this kind of stuff when you can connect exactly. with other people. You never know yeah. who you're going to meet. So. No, no, and that's what was what was made it so fun 
going to Disneyland and, you know, meeting all these new people and, and hanging out with them. And, you know, it's, it's uh, like a YouTube family really. So it is. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So on to our main interview for this episode, we have Marco with the pizza planet truck. Marco. Hey, how's it going, Marco? How you doing, guys? Good, 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 good. Show your link here so people can find you. <laughs> pretty easy to remember. We were able to get those um, pretty locked in early in the process. Yeah, That's no, good. it's always always yeah. good for sure. All right, so going back to the beginning, um, what made you want to do the Pizza Planet truck? Uh, my friends used to make, my friends and I used to make short films in middle school, high school, a little bit into college. And we did like short scripts and they'd be like 20, 15 pages. They'd be, we did a story of like a feel good sports film. We did like a detective comedy. And as you grow apart in high school and college and stuff like that, you can't come together as often to do videos and projects like that. So we were trying to figure out like, what is something that we could do that, you know, allows us to still hang out and be creative. And we were like, let's do prank videos. We did a prank video that involved us putting every single banana um, that was on sale at a grocery store into a cart because my friend was dressed as a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we had them ring up a fair amount of bananas and the punchline, we didn't really think of it. My friend thought of it in the moment. Um, He put a leaf into his wallet. So when they asked him to pay, he just offered them a leaf. And then we didn't have an exit strategy. The exit strategy was literally us running, running Running out of the the store. Um, But I think we got away with a lot because we had a, um, I still have it around here. So I have an old, old 14 year old JVC handicam. Did you have that recorded? It's somewhere. I, so I'm at this, I, I uploaded it to, it was pre YouTube. So that, so that, that tells you anything. Um, <laughs> I think we took the files down. I'm, I, I was kind of like the digital overseer of a lot of like the video and photos of my friends pre high school. And I have this joke cause I have all these videos on my YouTube channel that are like 15, 16 years old and they're all private. And I go, I'm very lucky that none of my friends want to run for office because I would be able to <laughs> derail their careers. But also I'm glad that no one is silly enough, foolish enough to mess with me because I have like footage all the way back to like yeah. 2005. Um, I have that clip somewhere, but I'm in the process of, I wish I could show you over here. I have an old mini DV d- tape deck okay. that I'm going to put a bunch of mini DV tapes through and try to digitize them all. Cause I have the files, but they're pinnacle nine codec and oh, wow. it's, it's like <laughs> I, I open them on this screen you know i've got the 4k yeah. imac now and it's like okay cool i can't yeah. do much yeah, with can't this do of that. <laughs> but i um i realize that i can upscale i have a i have between this deck and then this uh, video camera i have i can actually upscale it to like pseudo 720 which is still fine yeah. it'll still look great um, oh, they need but, to get to AI upscale. Yeah, to, yeah. Oh, that, see, AI. that's the that's the kind of stuff with AI that I'm excited for, like yeah. solving weird problems, or like I I uploaded a clip, I posted a clip where it was like they just did like this absurd thing where it was Paul McCartney counting up to a hundred based on one of the songs where he counts in, 
And I'm like, just make it so ridiculous that people aren't going to be like, is this real? No, like it's push AI to the, the out, farthest bounds of absurdity. Yeah. Cool. No, I, that would be an epic video to see the, the girl. <laughs> um, so let's, uh, let's get into like um, things that you've done with the truck. Mm-hmm. Like you taking it many places, like what stands out as like your favorite or oh, man. best, so, whatever. Not counting Pixar, which might be like the, I guess the kind of cop out answer to some. Um, I'm pulling up a list. I have a list. We have a like our tour list is what we call it. And where to go? Hold on. Um, Okay. Um, it's interesting seeing how busy we've kept ourselves over certain years where it was like 20, 2012, we did like Pixar. We visited Johnny Cupcakes in LA, which was a fun streetwear brand that had a storefront down there that has been closed for some time. And then uh, later that year, we went to like the CTN Animation Expo where we just kind of rolled up and we're like, can we park somewhere? And the, the folks who were running it were like, park it over here. And they had a tent for us. Then it was like a, it was an overflow line for um, their their uh, lectures and stuff, and that was really neat because those were actual uh, people in the animation industry who were like, "Oh, this is neat." Wow. Kind of, you know, they were toy designers there too, so they were able to kind of commentate on like how things come full circle and stuff like that. But we've we've had a couple of events where we've shown up enough, and this it hit me this year like a ton of bricks where. We've done the Hollywood Christmas Parade, which is televised every year. It's filmed the Sunday after Thanksgiving, but uh, shown on television usually Christmas Eve or close Christmas to it. Christmas Eve, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we, we've been in that for like six or seven years out of like the nearly 10 years we've been around. Wow. Um, Long Beach Comic Expo. Uh, our, our main okay. events are like November. I, believe, I would say like November to December where we'll do Designer Con, which is probably one of my favorite events that we do because that... It's a convention. It's like a giant artist alley, but it's you're yeah. literally mingling with like Shag is there and you've got people like big names, but they're just walking around and they'll come check out your yeah. booth. And you can talk to them <laughs> and like it's pretty cool. That one's neat because you meet the artists and stuff and then we'll do L.A. Comic Con probably two weeks later. And they're just such different types of events. Um, let me see what have we got. We did. I'll, I'll skim through these really quick so I can get to like the good ones. <laughs> uh, we did a we did an event at UCLA uh, for it was their, their Geek Week, which is um, it was just when they were like coming back from break, I believe. Like red, it was basically like a registration week, but to be on UCLA's campus and say that we've done that, uh, we did two two events with them. I think D twenty three D twenty three is kind of kind of a given. That one's really fun because we. You know, the truck went up to Pixar in 2012, 2015, we were on the floor. And then this past year, uh, we were there again. And it's fascinating meeting people who, it never gets old when someone comes up and says, yo, I was following you like for a while. And I'm like, well, what do you remember? They're like, I remember when you were like building the rocket. And I'm like, which one? They go, well, there was one you were building in a garage and it was like this big. And I'm like, you've been following us for over 12 years. (laughs) And and like that, you know, like some people don't even follow bands that long. Like, yeah. You know, um, we did a movie premiere for Funko. Uh, Funko had their documentary oh, yeah. premiere at uh, the, I will call it the Grommans or 
man's Chinese theater, but yeah, I guess the right. TCL Chinese theater now. And I was just driving circles and we were dropping off. Um, gosh, who were the guests? It was uh, the comic book, comic book men from uh, like viewers universe, Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. We had, um, I forgot what his name is, but he was in Steve Dave. He was in the back. He was in the back of yeah. the truck. <laughs> Walt Flanagan. Yeah. We got him out of the, the bed of the truck and he's like, yeah. dusts himself off and walks in. Um, but we've, we've done just all types of events. A lot of people are like, well, do you do conventions? Do you do birthday parties? We don't do that many birthday parties. But we've done like car meetups. We've done car shows. We've done, um, you know, pre-parties for WonderCon. We've done Fourth of July parades. So it's, it's a nice hodgepodge trail mix mixed bag of things. Um, but I think before the pandemic, like being able to do an actual event at Disneyland for Pixar Night was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what was very funny too, though, is we were within earshot of a lot of people walking around. I was like, oh yeah, there's a Pizza Planet truck here. Oh, I wonder where that came from. Oh, it's probably Disneyland's and stuff. And I'm like, all right, we're, we're reaching that really funny critical mass where it's like, all right, yeah. I think we're 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 part of all yeah. of this, but we're not. And <laughs> so for anybody that that's just joining and doesn't know what you do, right, is mm -hmm. you have an actual pickup truck mm -hmm. from Pizza Planet that you've designed to look like the pizza planet truck from toy story mm -hmm. and we, we, we used to refer yeah. to it as like a functional replica and now it's just kind of like an artistic interpretation it's right, right. since there's no real way to like fully replicate it um since then we've you know updated the rocket we've allowed a patina to come up we've made it so that the labels look a little better and that, it's funny people always ask about the <laughs> dent on the passenger side <laughs> in the back and that came with the truck and people okay. are like, is that authentic to the movie? I'm like, no, no, no. That uh, when, yeah. when we got it, it just arrived with a dent. But it gives it so, character. So that last picture that uh, Jason was showing, that last picture, that was from um, when you guys were at Pixar, right? Correct. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, 2012, April of 2012. Wow. Um, yeah, you can see the camper and the rocket are different on this one. Yeah. And then even when we went up there initially, we had like oh, the whole, yeah. like almost like not bed, but it was like a carpet lined cabinets in the back and stuff that were kind of falling oh, right. apart when we went up there, which added a lot of weight to it. But yeah. since then we pulled that out and the car handles like a very light and like real maneuverable, real light and just kind of light on its feet. Little truck. I wish the mini truck cool. sub tier vehicles would come back. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But yeah, Toyota is supposed to be making one. Uh, I hope I saw. I think I saw a picture. Oh no, wait, no, no. I saw a picture of one of their other vehicles that they. Were I don't know if it's coming here though. Yeah, but I I just <laughs> yeah. want them to just like take the old models that are still on the road and just be like, yeah, yeah let's just do this again. We'll make it with newer materials. We'll put all the bells and whistles in it. Um, you know, because a lot of people yeah. with the, like electric vehicles and stuff, it's like they don't drive them too far. And right. as much as I'd love to right. do a road trip, like. You know tesla rivian 400 miles a day kind of thing yeah know. yeah so what year is that your a your pickup truck that toyota this pickup truck is specifically in yeah. 1988 um at the time when we were doing research we didn't realize the subtle differences between the different uh years and models so right. if we could do this again we would go a little further back to like pre-1981 which has yeah. the boxier yeah. front and the round headlights Right, wow. right. So that's probably the model that's it's, the closest. It's, but. Yeah. Hey, but you yours is <laughs> pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people don't notice it until I point it out, which I'm like, okay, you know what? 
I'll take that. I'll take that as a yeah. As a plan. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna show the uh, clip from the. What's really funny too, yeah. What's funny with the two is that <clears throat> the from movie to movie it changes. So like oh, yeah. there, it doesn't have a bumper right. in. Oh no, it does have a bumper in this one. There's like a more extreme cut in the back on the second film, I think, and then. Even within, like when we were trying to do rocket ref size references, shot to shot, you know, they're designing the the set and the you know the the prop to be to to serve the purpose of the shot. So the the rocket changes size and shape based on you know what they want it to do in the shot. And so like there really isn't like a model you can specifically pull from. A lot of people look at the toy right. and will be like, this is the definitive one or this model, and it's just there's you have to kind of sacrifice exact details unless we're going to sure. take this source file and go to a place that you know 3d prints boats and <laughs> make it you know <laughs> that's the only way you know where they're you know doing that kind of stuff and building houses out of you know they're printing metal and stuff or yeah. carving it out like unless we're going to do that there's no way for it to be a hundred percent accurate and so we've we and granted we used to refer to it like that and now we've changed our tune we've learned our we've learned from the past <laughs> yeah and, uh, yeah i was gonna yeah. say if you if you were able to cut the the back on like that kind of upper you get rid of yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so the, what's fun, from my understanding those kind of cuts are on like uh four by fours if you're doing you know off-roading and stuff when you hit a real you know high grade you don't yeah. want the bottom you don't want it bottoming out i'm like okay like that's something we probably like, if there's an act like we've I have a blog post that I've been like sitting on for a while where it was like kind of our design philosophy with it. And like when we do an addition or if we do anything with a modification, we're, you know, it's form over function or the functionality over accuracy more than anything. Cause there's a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, this is like in, if you look at the model of it in the first film, which a lot of the toys are based on, the mirror or the second one. Second one, sorry. The mirrors are in front of the doors. And that, you know, it's an older truck style. Like, you know, Datsuns had that. A lot of older cars have that. But yeah. then the size of the mirrors, and it's like you'd hit the mirror. It's it's this whole thing. And it's like you'd literally have to be, like, driving out the window like this to view your mirror, even if you angled <laughs> it right, unless the mirrors are, you know, a placemat size. There's all these things where it's like <laughs> we want it to be functional. I think that is that function... I want to be able to put it on the road and have it be street legal. Right. I think that's right. that's more important than if it's like, oh, this thing is lined up properly, but also it's right. not street legal when we do this. Like it, and yeah. you're gonna like tow it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so your uh, the little um, piece of planet. What do you call that? On the, the top, the little rocket topper, roof yeah, topper. rocket. rocket theory. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's that made out of? Uh, so the one that's currently on it, uh, the one in the photo in front of Joe's ice, that one is a threaded metal rod with plywood rings every three inches. And then in between those rings are uh, pieces of balsa wood. And not to make it sound, you know, as boutique as it could be, it's hand cut because my friend and I couldn't yeah. standardize how to do it. So we were just like, yeah, that fits. And we have little parallelograms and trapezoids and stuff. And we were, you know, just putting wood glue and tapping them in with push pins and stuff. And it took about a month and wow. a half to make that. 
Wow. Yeah. I just wanted to know because both Jason and I are like woodworking stuff. So I just wonder how you build that. <laughs> yeah, it turned out really well. That that version, the one that's in that photo, uh, that was after we were hoping. We had this kind of harebrained scheme where we were going to sand it down, sand down the Bondo and everything. And so that's why it's kind of like almondy in its yeah. texture. And we were hoping to do a silicone mold, submerge it, pop it right. out and stuff. And it didn't happen. We're, we're hoping, we've been saying for years that we want to do a more accurate or lighter, because this rocket right now weighs 15 pounds. Um, it's the heaviest yeah. rocket we've built. The lightest one we built, I think, still weighs about, it weighs five pounds. There's ways to make them lighter. Um, and we're just balancing the truck being able to stay on the road and <laughs> that accuracy. For now, this is our parade rocket. It can go, I think I've driven it 40 because it stayed on the, the truck when I was driving in New York. And top and speed on Manhattan, I think, is 35, 40. So. And that's just held on with magnets? Mm -hmm. yeah the magnets are from uh the same company that i actually went to like a pizza hut and flipped over one of their signs and i was like what are these magnets oh, okay. <laughs> so i think they're rated up to 50 miles an hour for something substantially smaller and lighter like a little taxi cab light right yeah but yeah. um i've i've emailed people who said that like oh i used to be a i used to be a uh pizza delivery driver. And I was like, what is the fastest you've driven? And one guy was like, I had one of those on my roof and I forgot I had it on, went on the freeway and was driving 90 and I got home and it was still on. And I'm like, okay, so as long as we make it under five pounds, it should be fine. It's shaped like a rocket. So it should, um, yeah, should do dynamic. It. yeah we, <laughs> that's one thing we've always joked about too, is like when we do finally make the new rocket, we want to put it in a wind tunnel just to get that shot of like yeah, <laughs> yeah oh there it is there's <laughs> there's where the lift is and this little curly cues off the back um, <laughs> you need someone to 3d print you one that's we we have a a, a file that we uh, it's, it's over here Hold on. um we've done two do i have the other one around here sorry i'm like all over the place today. No, I, I can't find the other one. But this is the keychain that we have. And this was printed by a friend oh, nice. of the truck, um, Matt Quest, who he does a lot of 3D printing. He does a lot of um, uh, first-person drone racing. So he knows a thing or two about lightweight accessories yeah. that are 3D printed. And so um, this model, we, we also have one that we printed from, uh, I think it's Shapeways. It's an online yeah. kind of drop mm -hmm. shipping. 3D print, and I have one that just kind of sits on my desk. And we've always joked that we, I think you can get it made out of aluminum <laughs> and stuff. I think wow. it'd be funny to be like, a, all right, donate this much. And we'll, here's your aluminum rocket. But, uh, <laughs> and this is fun. It's, it's funny because if you put this up next to the rocket that is currently on the, uh, the truck, we took the shape from this, cut it flat. Like we were able to do a little trace, blew it up, and it's almost one-to-one -one. the shape of the wow. fins is a little different but yeah. it's it's pretty close i <laughs> say <laughs> like, too bad you can't sell those but <laughs> i mean with the way that the, that fan marketplaces are now i think we could okay in theory um there are people other people <clears throat> who have made some and their rockets a little longer it's it's as if they like took this rocket and just went yeah. oh yeah and stretched it out and a stretched bit. it a little bit so 
we can get into the whole discussion, but it's a fine line. Yeah. The same same with selling yeah. my signs. Like it's a ride sign. I mean, it's yeah. not like technically the Disney sign, and it doesn't say Disney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's yeah. I mean. Anything well, I mean, they technically make is copyrighted, but whatever. Well, that's the other thing with this rocket is this is like a generic, like this could be the Tin Tin rocket. This could right. be, you yeah. know, this is space age Buck Rogers. Like, right. it's, and it's, it's, it's the same thing as my sign. Like, it's not, it's not exact. It's it's mm-hmm. a representation of it. Mm-hmm. We've There's even had, one. speaking of that, we've, we've even had it where um, people have sent <clears> me, here's, oh, here's this shirt, Pizza Planet shirt. And I'm like, that's someone traced a picture of our truck like not even like oh it's a pizza planet truck it's like that's that's, that's a your vector. truck <laughs> that's a vector i can tell I, that, that scoop in the in the camper shell or that black piece behind the door i'm like that's that's kind of that's a tell <laughs> and i'm like well at least like send me one i had somebody the other day um i don't have it nearby but i had it i was at a convention and someone was like oh we make we make car pins and i'm like oh that's really cool and then he handed me one and i'm looking at it and it's literally a vectored of it and i'm like well that's cool like it's and it's neat like he handed me one i'm like i truly appreciate that he did that but i was just like oh this is this is a picture of our truck like this is not (laughs) there's there's no there's no fooling (laughs) so yeah so just wanted to get back to the t23 and and talk about how you got pizza boxes (laughs) yeah um when we rolled up i rolled up uh the day before and they had the carpet roll they had the carpet rolled out rolled onto the carpet and they go oh just wait here we're gonna stage some things and then i like went to like grab some water and then there's like a team of people just dumping you know box after box and carrier after carrier and we kept the majority of those at the end uh they told us like hey we're just gonna recycle these cardboard boxes but would would you like to use them for upcoming shows or anything we're like yeah sure we That's stuffed cool. the entire yeah. back of the truck as full as it could get with those. I drove home essentially blind. <laughs> At least when it came to the direct rear view, I was kind of just going yeah. based on the mirrors. Um, but I have, I, I gave a couple away. We we uh, gave some to uh, friends. Jason signs fits perfect in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's kind of why I brought it up because I could tell my little story. <laughs> um, but the first time that we met um, was at. Um, I keep forgetting uh, Mouse Expo or whatever. Uh, off Market Mouse. Off Market Mouse, yeah, Expo mm-hmm. um, in, in Ontario. And um, I, I before before the show, I and I was joking around because um, uh, United States Post Office discontinued their large box, and that's what I sent most of my signs in. So I had to find new new boxes, and the pizza boxes just worked out perfectly. Um, so I, I thought it was like, oh, this is funny because I'm my booth is next to the Pizza Planet truck. I be awesome if I could get him to deliver a sign to somebody, mm-hmm. you know. And then we met and we started talking. And you know, at the end of the day, I, I had some signs left, and you can see by the photo. Um, and here's my dog again. Um, I was like, ah, you know, could you bring your my signs back to my car because instead of me carrying them and all that and. You know, so it worked out at the end of the day that you delivered my signs yeah. <laughs> back to me. But you know, but that's just—I don't know. It's a cool story. Ah, no, it was fun. Okay. It was—it was funny. It's fun rolling out of any. We try to get out of the the conventions as soon as possible because it's like, yeah. okay, we just throw it in the car and we go. Like other people have to like carry everything yeah. in their car, and we're like, just get us out of here. We'll go. We'll go. We got this. Um, 
oh, what was it? I think it was LA Comic Con when the cars are leaving. We're sitting there like revving our engines, like let us out, let us out. They open the gate <laughs> onto the freeway, doing our thing. Nice. So, what's um, what's your future plans with the truck? That is a very good question. Um, as of you guys are the first here first to hear this. Um, as of this recording, the truck isn't running, and the mechanic the mechanic team that has been with us for a long time they are um, in between jobs. They're going between like the high desert and here uh, near Long Beach every day. So their schedule is a little tight. They're gonna we're gonna have a look at it this week because we're gonna just try to determine specifically what is wrong with it, sure, and if it's fixable. Um, the way that I've always described the engine, and I'll I'll keep this short because we could go into a lot. We've we've replaced the whole radiator. We've replaced, um, I think, the carburetor, and just there's a lot of pieces. And what happens is, it's an old truck. The kid that we bought it from, we asked him, "What have you done? What main maintenance has you done?" And he said, "I changed the oil." And we're like, <laughs> "Great, all right, cool." We're we're it's not a in Toyota. <laughs> we we bought it with the intent. When we bought it, we had no intention of running it for longer than a couple of years. And if I had known, if we had known back then that we'd be doing this a decade later, we would have gotten a truck that was in a little bit better condition. So we've been kind of chasing problem after problem since we've gotten it and we're, I'm very thankful that we have friends with the mechanical know-how to like keep this thing running and we've always kind of referred to it we've referred to it jokingly as like oh it's a punk of junk kind of you know Millennium Falcon kind of stuff and I realized recently that it's like it's kind of a disservice to the people that have been helping so we put up a blog post about like hey like just so you know like we refer to it as kind of a hunk of junk like affectionately because this thing is, it's a miracle this thing is running because of the hard work and the solutions right. that uh, Felix and Chris have, have done. Um, are are so, parts hard to come by though? No, no, no. It's, it's more it's just... 20, 22R, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's not parts so much as since, so we've been kind of chasing problems through the engine for 10 years and each time you fix, you know, it's like a cartoon. You have, oh, pss, there's a leak here. Okay, we replace that. That's pressurized. The next weakest thing's going to break. Right. And so we're, we're working through this. It sounds like programming. Yeah, right. yeah it's like the next, the, <laughs> yeah, the next failure is going to be on a, on a higher level. And we've reached the point where um, the biggest repair that we did is years ago, we had a, a overheating issue. And that's why we were chasing. We were, there was a good six months where it was like, it didn't look good for us. And we replaced the radiator. The radiator had rusted out just because of like lack of maintenance and stuff. And um, we chased it all around and we were like, okay, we're done. We've done everything we can. I drove it from here to LA for the Hollywood Christmas parade. And if, if there is, if you ever want to test the like sturdiness of a car, take it to a parade and take it to the Hollywood Christmas parade, because I believe it's a five mile loop and you are probably good. You're, you're in first or second gear. Maybe if that, depending on your gear ratio. And so it's a lot of like low, you know, low idling and just kind of stuff. And I've seen <laughs> so many movie cars that are worth oodles more than the piece of planet truck just burst into flame, like just <laughs> blows something and they, they have to push it to the end. <laughs> 
and burn so, the clutch out. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like it's 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 crazy. It's kind of like those slow tractor races where it's like you're really yeah. you have to be really good yeah. at it. And so we're we're doing that, and um, you know, after all overheating issues, perfectly fine. It was a very cold, probably the coldest Hollywood Christmas parade I've ever done. It was probably like fifty, low fifty degrees, California cold for the, yeah. for the <laughs> listeners other yeah. other places. And it was raining a little bit, so that helped with the temperature. Drove home, no issues. Two days later, I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive to an event four miles from where I live. Started up, I'm driving maybe a mile and a half away from my house, and I'm just watching the temperature gauge rise. And I'm going, I've never done that before. And I'm driving, and I'm like sitting at a light, and I'm just watching it go up higher and higher. And I'm going, this is getting dangerous. So yeah. I stop, and I go, okay, well, I have to get this to this event. And I'm like, all right, roll down the windows, open up all the vents, turn on the heater full blast. It's, you know, 70 degrees because, you know, California, you know, it was hotter hot enough that I shouldn't have had the heater on. Drove, made it there. I'm drenched in sweat because even with everything open, I'm still blowing hot air into my face. And um, at the end of that event, hours later, refilled the radiator fluid. And so if I go to turn it on, and as soon as it turns on, the temp is just... It just like was not regulating the temperature wow. properly. Towed it to the shop, had had Felix and Chris look at it, and Felix goes, "Yeah, um, the tent. Like I don't know how she could tell, but I, you know, I trust her. I trust her." But she basically goes, "You came very close to cracking the head because of the temperature." And I'm like, "Well, what happened? Was it because of the the parade?" She goes, "No, the parade because it was cold is what saved it. You know that that's the only thing that kept that car from just like imploding." And so we had the the head remachined. But it's basically like, from my understanding, it's as close as you can get to a new engine without getting a new engine. And so when people say like, well, what what other repairs can you do? We're like, we have to drop a new engine in it. There's no way around that. And then if we do that, it might be worth it to like fix the transmission. Um, you know, I might have somebody for you. <laughs> Let me know. I'll, I'll definitely yeah, look into we'll, it. We'll talk later. Because <laughs> we, we've talked about like it's a, currently a four-speed. A five-speed would be great. Um, and so like we've oh, future plans. So I would love to take it on a cross-country road trip. Hard stuff. Right. Like yeah. that's that would be so, uh, Route 66. Yeah, Route 66. <laughs> the, the path I have is basically Route 66, and then once you get to Nashville, you drop down into Atlanta, go to Orlando, go up the coast. You know. New York, Boston, um, and then cut across to Chicago, go to Marceline, Missouri, maybe yeah. do a little north, maybe do a little ziggy zag through like Minneapolis or something, and then cross to Salt Lake and then swoop down back into SoCal. And that that's kind of like the ultimate road trip because then we've joked about like do a Pacific Northwest trip, Vancouver and back to SoCal. Yeah. Um, as like a proof of concept for that longer trip. Um, these are all, as we've talked about, like blue sky. These are very like sky's the limit, but money's no object. I have the time and the resources to do that. Um, but that's something we're trying to figure out too, is like, if we were to end this in the next two years or so, like, what do we do with it? Where does it go? Um, I don't want to sell it because I feel like someone else it's, that's it. yeah it's very it's very childish yeah. to say it like this but it's like this is you know this is ours we don't want yeah. anybody else playing well, with it on it for so long yeah. we've had it for so long and 
you know, it's like when you're on the playground. Yeah, you you know, you let someone use the swing and they don't use it right. You're like, ah, I would have done it differently. Or you let them use your wagon or something. (laughs) I wouldn't play with it like that. I always play with it like this. And it's, um, you know, I don't want to see somebody else like do something funky with it turn it into a monster truck or you know, what have you <laughs> um, even if like pixar or, or disney came knocking yeah um i i that would probably be something you're only <laughs> yeah yeah those are probably one of the few people that'd be like yeah we, we'll take it and i'll be like okay you guys will you know you'll do it right um <laughs> we we've joked about like oh they should put it in the parks and put it next to the pizza planet out there or like you know Put it on, yeah, on the pe- people mover track. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so. Where's the pizza pan truck today? Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's so much you could do with it. It's just a matter of like, what is the? We've joked about like, is the market like saturated with it? Because like, you go to a couple of years ago, like the monsters you had was you saw that everywhere. You go to the parks now. Every other person has a pizza planet shirt. It, it's crazy. To yeah. think about that yeah. from when we started where we're making our own shirts. We're like, yeah, we're making these Pizza Planet shirts. And people are like, well, that's cool. And now it's like there's a Box Lunch shirt. There's a Hot Topic shirt. There's a Disney shirt. There's a Disney World shirt. There's a Pixar shirt. There's a Studio shirt. There's a, you know, other brands are, you know, doing cross promotions with Disney. Right. And they're all using Pizza Planet graphics now. And it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we joke about it sometimes. We're like, maybe, maybe we had like. Maybe there was a big pile of sand and then like we were like the tiny half a grain of sand that like tink, and started the little landslide of all that. But, or at least we were somewhere in that pile. Maybe yeah, we weren't the thing yeah. that instigated it, but we were somewhere in there. Um, but yeah, parks, parks would be fun. Uh, I've reached out to a couple museums uh, when we were having bigger issues and we're considering like maybe this has to end and, you know, reached out to like Peterson Automotive Museum and it just, it seems funny because we're, you know, they have the first Honda that was ever imported into the U.S. And we're like, hi, we made a car that looked like a movie car. Uh, can we, can we put this in your museum? Or like um, Mopop up in Seattle, they, you know, that's the personal collection of, I forgot the gentleman's name, but, um, you know, there's a lot of replicas up there. And I'm like, that would fit in with it where, because a lot of people, people aren't going to that museum being like, this is the exact one. They're just like, oh, we want to see this thing. We want to see this neat space. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, so there, there's, you know, there's other car car museums across the country. Um, and I wish we could do like a, a tour of it or something like just you know, do agreements where it's just working its way across to different museums. I think that would be more fun than giving it the, you know, the, Cameron Fry, Ferris Bueller, putting it in a glass box and, you know, wiping it down with a diaper. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, there can't be a, uh, you know, a screen used version of this ever. So um, I I would be willing to bet that, you know, some museum somewhere would probably accept it, you know, at least like you said, as like a traveling thing. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think like as a, as a Disney adjacent, fan-made prop um i think i think it does have a place somewhere yeah and i'm hopeful that i will eventually find out where it does fit (laughs) because there's all these things where it's like there's all these jobs that you you find out about where like oh you didn't realize that that was a thing someone could do so i'm like okay there's probably a museum where it's like spaceship you know space age buck rogers (laughs) you know adjacent things i'm like okay well that'll fit in there yeah um 
That'd be really neat. The Museum of the Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Please believe it or not. Really, really um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe uh, maybe you make something somewhere where you can store it and show it off. Or That is something that we've considered, too. Um, we've joked about it where we um, our, our mechanic friends, they're helping, like, develop, like, a community center, sports center kind of spot, you know, in in the high desert and we've joked about like why don't we why don't we put a bunch of containers together and make like a little a little <laughs> hidden roadside attraction thing and what's funny is felix felix is one of our mechanics and she she came on initially as our producer years ago because she actually has experience making documentaries and my favorite thing that felix has a knack for like to the millionth degree is I'll say something and I'll say off the wall things and Felix will be able to go that's an idea or that's not an idea and she'll be able to cut right through it because I'll be like oh why don't we try this and she's like well you need to consider this 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 and that. oh okay and she'll be able to explain it where I'm like okay okay that's not gonna happen and so I, I brought it up and I'm like what if we did this thing and we do this and well, that's something we could look into and I'm like don't tell me that because now I'm gonna have to like actually commit to it come up with I'm just sitting there drawing stuff and no. you yeah know, you're looking up prices of containers yeah or like how much it would desert. Yeah. I I love the thought of being able to like put like a little tiny sign at the end of like a road and someone's like pizza planet truck. What the, you know, driving to Vegas. Oh, we'll and like, yeah, to yeah, exactly. <laughs> buy a tiny plot of land. Have and, a, a giant decline. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to punch in the password of the day and then it yeah. opens a door and then a little disco. There'll be one man. There'll be like a men in black. There's a guy just sitting there at a table reading a newspaper. Oh, you made it. Oh, come on in. <laughs> Lives in a shack out in the back. And we just, I, I, I think there's, there's a lot of possibility, a lot of potential. Um, for something like that or something fun, adjacent fun to stuff them. like that to do yeah yeah some some members of the crew have made jokes where it's like we should give it a viking funeral or <laughs> launch it into space or you know something like that It'd be like, with tesla's yeah. car <laughs> <laughs> if we could launch it into space with tesla or something like that i would do that in exchange for a new car from tesla or you know, yeah, like, there you go i'll do that yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, it's not the Velma and Ruiz flying off. Oh of yeah, no. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do a Thelma and Louise or anything like that, or like, um, you know, car hinge it, stick it into the ground, or something <laughs> like that. I, you know, what's really tough too with the with movie replica cars and actual collector cars is that a lot of these museums that aren't based on like culturally significant historically significant outside of peterson outside of like national automobile museum um there's some fun with lane museum in nashville any of those that are a little more goofier and along the replica lines a lot of those are personal private collections of guys yeah. who just buy things and put them in a building yeah. jay leno's garage <laughs> yeah <laughs> we actually talked with a, a fellow who worked with uh on jay leno's garage i was like would he be interested in looking at this and he's like i don't think jay would understand why you ruined a perfectly good workforce truck and i'm like you know you're right you've got you got a point there <laughs> that's funny so, yeah i i don't like the thought of it going into a private collection unless it is for like a Disney archives, Pixar yeah, archives, you yeah, know, yeah. studio collection kind of deal. 
Well, um, let's uh, let's shift gears here and uh, let's talk about your day job. Yeah, um, I have worked at Disneyland as a photographer for 12 years, about a little bit shorter than the time that the truck has been around. Right. Because when I initially got there, um, I we were getting all the crew together to do the truck and then I got the job, uh, or at least I, I got accepted into the college program, Disney college program, that right. month internship that could potentially lead to a job um, at the time. And so I stopped working on it for six months because I was scared that like, you know, Disney ninjas were going to repel from the ceiling and, you know, slash the tires, put it on blocks. Uh, and uh, I've been there for, yeah, uh, did the nine months, worked primarily on California Adventure side. My first day was Super Bowl Sunday of 20, 2012, 20, no, 20, 2011. Super Bowl Sunday of 2011 was my first day. And so I was on a tripod in front of the Golden Gate Bridge facing out. Um, I kind of was there during a lot of the the tail end of DCA 2.0 happening. So once they closed off that entrance, when you had to do that real weird. Yeah, you know, going zigzag to the, you pop up over by uh, uh, Soren over there. Yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, which is so funny because like when I grew up going to the parks, I loved going, like I went through the phase where we went a lot as a kid. And then my parents yeah. were like, you want to go somewhere else? I'm like, yeah, let's get a knots pass. And then we did knots for a year. And my parents were like, you want to do knots again? I'm like, no, no, take us to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so like, I remember when, um, DCA 1.0 came out, like we kind of ran around and that became this funny, like comfort zone where we're like, Oh, it's nice. There's trees. There's, you know, there's shade, there's wider roads. And, you know, um, one of my Hollywood land has this weird special place in my heart because, when I visited it there when I was younger, I would go to Award Wieners. And if you look across the street, right. there's that yeah. fountain that looks like the Frank Lloyd Wright yeah. house. And those, yeah. that fountain, I used to sit on top of that fountain with my feet on the little water spigots. And I just did that. <laughs> I'm 12 years old. And I, 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 I look at it now and I'm like, how did I get up there? And how did I not get thrown out of the park for eating a hot dog on there? Um, and Hollywood and Dine, which is over at the stage 12 area, was always fun. My dad and I like walked in there one day and the, the cast members like were crawling out from behind things like Munchkinland because they're like, there's people here, come, <laughs> come try our food. And we're like, well, we'll try a little bit of everything. And they just gave us a bunch of, and my dad and I walked out of there with like two trays of food. And my mom's like, what did you do? And we're like, we just made friends with the cast members. No one goes over there. So we just have food and we'd come every Sunday. And uh, sorry, got a little off track. DCA, DCA 2.0. Um, so like seeing Cars Land come up was a lot of fun. Uh, being there uh, yeah, during a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of fun memories like that. Um, I've seen things open and close. I haven't, I wasn't on any, op the only opening crew that I did is I was um, the lead at Goofy's Kitchen when they refurbished it a couple of years ago. Sure. Like troubleshoot all of the strobes and the settings and stuff. Um, but I, I've done grad nights, which prepares you for anything. Like nothing surprises me anymore. I'm like, oh, I've seen worse at grad night. Let's keep going. Oh, <laughs> there's a duck fighting a seagull. Ah, whatever. Are they, you know, are they wielding yeah. knives? No, they're fine. Let them, let them fight. Um, so, um, but I would say like the thing that I'm most proud of while I was there is, um, I helped spearhead and push forward this photo effect that turns pinpoints of light when you drop the when you 
bring the focus closer to the camera, um, it blooms into little circles, but instead of circles, it right. blooms into little Mickey Mouse heads. And that works in oh, you know, cool. and it's 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 a, it's adapting in a pre-existing idea to our operation, which I'm particularly right. proud of. Um, Florida Disney World, all I think it's every Disney World park has used it one way or another. Um, they tend to bring it out during uh, themed weeks, themed months, usually the holiday times. Sure. Um, so after going there for so long and being able That's to say cool. that I've had like you know, a speck of dust a part of yeah, that, yeah. On, on the great machine yeah. is a speck of dust on one of the cog wheels of this, you know, perpetual clock <laughs> that is the Walt Disney company. Um, yeah. it, it's neat. Yeah. It's neat to say that. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty cool. Not many people can say that unless you're like an Imagineer or something. So, yeah. So you've been there, uh, you said 12 years. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it was a college program, but did you knew photography before then, or did you learn on the fly? Or so my background um, when I was let's see, so probably between like sixth, fifth, and sixth grade, I wanted to be an, a comic book artist or an artist, or I wanted to draw. I wanted to, and then I found out about animation, and I was like, oh, I like that's a job. That's great. <laughs> I wanted to be an animator. Realized I couldn't draw. Um, <laughs> tried to write plays with my friends in drama class. Our teacher suggested, why don't you try filming it? Showed us iMovie, which changed our lives. Uh, oh, yeah. We were doing, like, we were doing the stuff. What I think is funny is, like, you do stuff and you just kind of get interested in where it was, like, we were, like, throwing stuff and reversing the footage, and then we realized we could jump off of high places and reverse it and make it look like we're, like, rolling up walls and doing all these crazy things. And that's kind of what led into that, making short films with our friends and stuff. So I had an interest in film videography and uh, photography kind of just came out of that. And you learn similar terms. My dad used to do a lot of uh, photography for wild animal parks. He did a lot of um, documentation for his friends who were animal trainers in various parts of SoCal, different areas. Cool. Yeah, that's... It's kind of similar. Um, I, I, I always knew I couldn't draw, but I, I always want to get an animation. I think Stevie mm -hmm. took 3D Max and stuff. Yeah, I took yeah, computer animation. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't draw, but I, I eventually ended in photography and then out of the blue, woodworking came back into my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish that when I was in high school, I, I took video yearbook and we were taught Final Cut Pro and that was, before, I think it was Final Cut 9 was what the year that I was there. And I remember our teacher really emphasized that Final Cut was the industry standard, which it was trying to be. I think like uh, Cold Mountain was like the biggest film at the time that had been edited on, on, on uh, Final Cut. And I wish I had taken a shop class because a lot of the stuff with the truck is like, it's wood, it's metal, it's... Yeah, you know it's auto shop just to yeah. just to understand the process. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, when I got to college, I was kind of laughed out of one of the classrooms because I was like, yeah, I was told that Final Cut was a thing, and they're like, no, like Avid's been this thing for a while, and I'm like, okay, yeah. like it can't be that different. And I've never actually sat in front of an Avid workstation, um, so that's when I started to like kind of transition out of that and just like, okay, I'm going to operate the camera. I'm going to be, you know. Um, my cousin went to USC film school and I luckily was able to have the opportunity to help on a couple of oh, his shoots. And yeah. my favorite memory was we were filming in a, in a historical building, uh, like a historical house in uh, 
near USC and we were filming a horror film. And so my job in every shot was to walk in with a huge fog machine, fill the room with fog. <laughs> and then I would grab a scrim and I would just waft it and I would just make it. So it hung in the air, but it wasn't like you couldn't see. And yeah. my arm, I got very good at doing that. My cousin and I, my other cousin, we were like, okay, blow it in. And we, you know, uh, we did one, we did one shoot where we filled, filled an entire warehouse with fog. And that was ridiculous. Cause it was like wow. this viral camp. It was a uh, found footage viral campaign for a graphics card company. Huh. And it was this like eight part series. And there was this one scene where it was like a, a raid happens on this building. And so like, there's all these shots and I'm in the background of a couple shots like that. So <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I, I think uh, a lot, especially with like, you know, everybody using iPhones now more um, final cut has kind of come back into the picture a lot, especially with yeah. YouTube. So, I mean, I use it. So the way that it went from like content needed to be photos to content needing to be video, my friends and I, we kick ourselves because we're like, we used to develop short films based on skit ideas and hmm. if we if tiktok had been around when we were doing skit ideas we would have just been cranking out right things all the time and like we you know and then my, i have another friend who he started doing motion graphics will will who's on the crew he he was doing motion graphics and editing and stuff and he goes i wish i had kind of stuck with editing a bit more because now video editors are like in demand because everything yeah. is video now and the the rollover of that is crazy to me because you'll see these videos where you're like, wow, that's an amazing, well shot, well composed three minute video that's going to be, you know, flung into the deepest abyss of the internet because anything older than 10 years on YouTube that isn't a viral video is nearly impossible to find. It's, yeah. you know, and every viral video is just someone dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's someone dancing or someone getting hurt, you know, even, yeah. even the things that like took time. It's, it's more about like, now it's just, I don't think it's how good the quality of the thing is. It's just, can it be repeat? Can it be reproduced quickly? And then you'll have these people who are doing videos with like, there's a guy on TikTok. I forgot what his name is, but he does. He did one where it was like a train, like little Brio trains talking to each other. They all talk like this. They all talk, you know, thick New York accents. And then he was doing that. And I'm like, well, oh, that requires a lot of prep. And then he switched up the 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 um theme of it where he started filming himself talking to himself and then it kind of bloomed into this thing and i'm like okay huh. i i see why you changed that but i think it's good because now you see who's behind it yeah. and that's something to, to to try to loop it back to to the truck um i think when we started there we we're discussing a lot of things about how, like, how do we present this? And I was like, we can show pictures of ourselves, but this is not about us. This is about the truck. Here's a picture of the truck. Here's the thing that we worked on. Here's a picture of someone's right. back. Right. Who's working on it. This is Jake and his dad working on stuff, but we, for better or for worse, we did not showcase who actually was behind a lot of it. And I think that helped and hindered us in different ways where people are like, Oh, that's cool that there's, you know, it's a kid and the, you know, we're getting all these people together. But then at the end of the day, like you go to like a, say you go to a Disney band convention, you go, oh, have you seen that real pizza planet truck? Yeah. Do you know who made it? And they'd be like, ah, there's some guy, you know, like it's a couple people, yeah, um, yeah. you know, so 
you know, it, it added mystery to it, but it also didn't. Yeah, know, I mean, because people want to connect to other people. I mean, and so you show your face. I mean, it it puts a person behind it. So yeah. it, it could definitely help for sure. Same thing with, you know, making all these videos. When I first started making my videos, I, I was just showing the, you know, the router that I was cutting stuff. And if you saw my face, it was like in the first five seconds. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And it's because of him that you see my face now. Because I never wanted to be in. I think it would be funny camera. to do like a. I'm, I'm sure that there's podcasts that are done like this, but like you know, have the Doctor Claw mask or like, hello today, we're yeah. witness protection. What are you Next talking about, gadget? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you you had your own channel too, okay? With their um, powers combined, yeah. <laughs> I know. I think this works. You know, this can also be audio. You know, but mm-hmm. having yeah. the video with it, just you know, especially showing your photos on there, it just helps out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is fun. I don't know. Video is, like you said, it's everywhere. So mm-hmm. if you're not doing that, if we weren't doing this, I, I don't know what I'd be doing. So, <laughs> so, uh, so, what's next for you? Anything coming up or? Uh, any- Mostly just uh, diagnosing what's up with the truck and then kind of following up on a couple leads that we might have um, on places that we could display it. Uh, Most of the events that we've booked are later in the year. So fingers crossed that we can get everything solved and we'll be able to get them to like Long Beach Comic Con and a couple of things. Um, That's that's really it with the truck right now. Um, I think the biggest purchase we've done recently is a friend of mine was moving. And they had a floor fridge that I thought was a lot smaller than what it was. And I bought it for $30 and I was going to put it in the back of the truck. So when we do events, we can always have cold drinks. And that fridge is a lot bigger than it's about up to about up to my knee. I thought it was going to be like, you know, the six can fridge, but that's like a good 40 can fridge. Like it's, it's quite (laughs) substantial. And um, that's, that's the last big purchase we did. Uh, something you can't plug into a cigarette lighter. right yeah yeah <laughs> um, a lot of the times when we do events um we'll do it with um, a friend of ours he uh he has the ectomobile from the um newest the the paul F- uh paul feig um ghostbusters so yeah. he has like What's... a 20 foot tall stay puffed inflatable so we'll usually be able to get power and then we'll have a little cert protector and i'm like okay yeah. a fridge and a generator yeah it'll be fine the fuses will be fine in the convention center will be okay um <laughs> we've updated a couple things on our shop um there's like a yo shirt you can get that's been a very funny and simple design but i found a the company that we um have the shirts produced by actually do embroidery now so we have one that has a little pocket hit right here and it's a great great embroidery and it just looks really neat um Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that's we've got a couple of uh we were thinking about doing a couple runs of other merchandise. Actually, hold on, I'll be back. And is that is that on your website? Uh it is, yeah. We, uh, it's mostly on our Etsy website. What's what's been oh, Etsy what's been tough with a lot of the <clears throat> what's been tough with a lot of the merchandise and stuff is that just the price of shipping things is very unpredictable. Yeah, but also it just yeah. keeps going <laughs> up. And so we used to ship these. This is a license plate. Frame. Oh, cool. And it's actually yeah. based on a design from, uh, it's an Easter egg in this. This is just a sticker for demonstration purposes. But this yeah. iBrake for Pizza Planet is a reference to um, 
Toy Story of Terror, which is, I think, a 30-minute Toy Story Halloween special. And we were talking with a, a mutual friend who um, does design, who does a lot of wonderful designs. And they just so happened to have this design, like, ready to go. And like, you want it? And we're like, sure, we'll, we'll use it because their shop is very much um, as close as you can get to to copyright infringement but they do very clever things that are like you know they have one um that like re references treasure planet in a very subtle and fascinating way but this one's a little more <laughs> a little more on the nose when it comes to yeah the images yeah. and stuff so we did a run of that a couple of years ago and we're thinking about doing it again because it's probably our best-selling item but at the same time like can we move several hundred license plate frames again is the market not yeah, saturated? Yeah. <laughs> right. So wait till the next story story yeah, comes yeah. out. That, that, that is something <laughs> that um as we've got friends who have made their way up to Pixar and work there and friends that worked there before we were born that we've talked to. And uh as soon as I heard about that Toy Story Five announcement, I was like, Yeah, what's that date looking like? And they go, Well, it's farther off than you'd think it is why and i'm like well i don't know if the truck or where what what our plan is that far ahead with the truck what yeah. whether or not it'll still be around by then or still kicking um so but if there was a time if there was a reason to keep it going i would say it's another toy story film yeah <laughs> definitely one uh one final question before we move on to our games okay um <laughs> You were talking about taking a tour right here and there, but I was just curious, what's the farthest you have taken the truck? The farthest we've driven the truck <laughs> under its own power. Uh, we did an event um, where we drove, we left here at like 6 a.m. and we made it to the Bay Area probably about 1 to 2 p.m. and then did the event the next day and drove home. And so we did like 800 miles in about 72 hours. Um, that's the farthest it's driven. That's the hardest it's been driven. Um, Is that when you went to the Pixar? We went to the car show. Oh. And I I think we're far enough away that I can say that we've done that. Uh, I don't have any pictures of it online for for reasons. Mostly because like <laughs> mostly because that, that car show was specifically for employees and we got in due to some very, very gracious um organizers of the car show. Sure. Um and uh, but shipping wise, it's I. I'm gonna do a quick check right now because I want to make sure because it's been to South Carolina, it's been to, it's been to Orlando, it's been to New York. I want to say New York might be the farthest. Well, well, actually, no, I'm not gonna do while the crow as the crow flies. I would probably say New York. I think New York is farther than I think it is when complete compared to Orlando, but um. No, it's pretty close, actually. Yeah, they're all... <laughs> one going up, one going down, but yeah, it was shipped cool. on those. But driving in New York is just <sighs> like That's I said. With grad... right now, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like I said about grad night, nothing surprises me. But when people, when I came back from New York, they're like, "How was it?" And I was like, "I have driven a stick shift in New York, and I no longer fear death." Like, <laughs> there's just yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. all the stereotypes about New York is like, "Oh, they're all crazy," or they they're... no, they just. It, you can do whatever you want in New York as long as you're not hindering someone from moving forward. You tie your shoes in the middle of the sidewalk, you will get slapped on the back of the head. 
because why wouldn't you? You're blocking the sidewalk. Same thing goes for traffic. I was literally like a red light was going one way and I'm sitting there like cutting off somebody to do like a certain maneuver. But because I sped up and didn't slow them down, it was fine. No one honked at me. Um, you know, someone thought I was a taxi it's... though. That was... <laughs> they they waved at me and I drove past them and they like yelled at me and I slammed on the brakes and I'm like, this is a truck. This is not a taxi cab. Can, can you see yeah. this? And they went, Oh, Oh, and I'm like, it's crawling the back there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Nice. All right. So we have a couple of little games that we play or we try to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's only the second time. Um, one of them is uh, I, a lot of different podcasts do certain things here and there. Or they'll try to figure out what your favorite movie is or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to do something a little different. So we go, what's your favorite sound music or um quote or or something from a movie oh boy there's gosh um i think the wilhelm (laughs) scream is very fun um (laughs) The, oh, the guy, you know, it's used in every. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's yeah. a guy that he actually got. What was it in the 50s or 40s that where he got he bit in the leg or? I think he like gets that. attacked by an alligator and then he gets like an yeah. arrow to the the calf. And yeah, the, an arrow. That's it. That's it. It was the arrow, and, and he goes, oh. Yeah, there was a guy recently <laughs> who like found like the original like reels of it, and it's just great because yeah. your guy go. Oh, and then the guy goes, oh, yeah. can we try it with a little more pain? Uh, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I got, I'll send you that link when I find it. Um, that's that's a fun one. Um, actually, you know, when it comes to sound, it's funny because I have, I'm looking at my phone right now. And I have a collection of just like ridiculous ringtones. And there is a sound on here that I really like where, oh gosh, let me find it. Let me find it. I'll make it really quick. My, um, okay, so. This is a sound effect that I grew to like because I was I found it on a video game, but it's actually a sound of a Naboo blaster from the episode one, and it's just a oh, very yeah. aesthetically pleasing. I think it's, and that's a laser blast. You see, you hear it in. Uh, I, think, I think it's Captain Panaka's blaster, and he's. In... Sounds like a almost like a yeah. rocket. Go... Yeah, and it's just this like real funny sound, and my. I had over it here. It sounds like a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sent it. Uh, I sent it as a ringtone or uh, for a text tone because I just do custom text tones for my friends. And my friend thought it was a, a police car every time that he heard it. And it freaked him out. <laughs> oh, He's like, yeah, I don't yeah. like this. I don't like. And like, we'll be driving around, and I'm like, fine, fine. Here's what we'll do. I will set it to your ringtone, so you will never hear it. But I will always associate <laughs> this ringtone with you. So I'll just be like working and I'll hear this little laser fire off from my phone. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite songs. Ooh, gosh. Um, <laughs> oh, man, you're, you're, you're talking to someone who spends way too much time making lists. Um, <laughs> right now, if you were to say, if you were to ask me, like, pick a top song that I think is like a beautiful piece of music. Um, I found out about this song, this album, uh, the uh, Bill Evans Trio jazz trio did a song Hmm. they did an album where they uh it's it's a jazz trio along with the symphony orchestra 
and they do like jazz reinterpretations of classic music and it was i think it was done in like maybe the 60s and they have a song called pavane p-a-v-a-n-e and the way that this song just kind of flows between just jazz and just some of the prettiest symphony music you've ever heard hmm. it to me just sums up like encapsulates how i like how i think of music because it's both this like real like kind of cool jazzy thing and then just like these sweeping lush stream orchestrations Orchestra. and it's only like a two minute song and, and you'll feel every emotion in it it's just very well done uh, cool. favorite sound bites and quotes from movies um i'll keep it disney for some things um one sound that i really like that's a kind of like the Wilhelm scream is if you watch the first episode of the Davy Crockett series, there is the sound uh, Davy Crockett's friends, Georgie Russell, and they do a scene where he does the one man charge or the two man charge where it's Georgie Russell and Davy Crockett basically running around a bunch of people screaming and making huh. it sound like there's more than one person. And um, I think it's Buddy Ebsen is Georgie Russell and, okay buddy ebsen has this like crazy hoot and holler and scream that he does and i try to do it at sports games a lot so. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then i think like the last quote i would say that i just think is funny is um a lot of quotes from disney movies have kind of seeped their way into my vocabulary and the silliest <laughs> one i can think of off the top of my head is uh in the rescuers down under there's a scene where you see a pea little you know roll off of a table in a fine dining restaurant and then a little bug picks it up and goes oh pea soup and he runs <laughs> and they, they they do this you know it's this cute thing that i love that cartoons do where it's like they put the little pea in like a little dish and they pour water on it and they pick up the you know real inventive stuff <laughs> and it, it, the water it rolls down and there's this big hefty bee. i think he's supposed to be a cockroach but i think i'm going to call him a beetle and he's like stirring it and he the, it's funny because it's like this real cute kind of cutesy looking and he just turns and he goes pea soup and it's like this real gruff voice and um <laughs> i think ever since i was little whenever i hear pea soup or like my mom is you know like oh are you, are you gonna have some pea soup she's yeah we're having pea soup and we're like pea soup <laughs> it's just this like really silly vocal yeah. tick that we have i could probably go on all day about like weird disney <laughs> phrases that have entered the vocabulary that's that's almost like um oh man i forgot the name but the 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 ladybug and, and bug's life you know they're all like oh it's cute and he's like hey what's up you know it's like no yeah hello yeah. there yeah. <laughs> dennis leary man. oh my gosh <laughs> all right so um i'm gonna bring this on screen get to do another little thing here that we call Bruce Guy Rectify. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Greetings program. This is all his design. He wanted a new piece on the board to change the game. Work the part. The only way to win is not to play. Enjoy the drink. So um, we invite you to drink along with us if you have a drink. <laughs> I'm just drinking water. It doesn't really matter. I will. I'm going to run off. I got my Gatorade. I'll get some. Uh... 
Anybody along not, at home? Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> I, I'm not sponsored by Dickens either. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're following along at home and you want to make a game out of this, you can take a drink every time we do. And as we wait for Marco to come back. Oh, I, thought, <laughs> I forgot that I have a mic on the table, so I'm talking to myself in the kitchen. I'm like, you hear me? <laughs> I, am, I am scraping the bottom of the, the barrel of uh, my soda cans because I have a black cherry ginger ale from, from, from oh, the holiday wow. season. <laughs> okay, so you are familiar with the concept of blue sky? Yes. So we call it blue sky, rectify. So... We're in a randomly choose Disneyland or California adventure. And then depending on that, we'll randomly choose whatever ride or restaurant. And you got to decide on the fly what you want to do to make it better. Okay. So we'll see what you get here. DCA. DCA. Okay. Okay. And now we'll spin in there. You get Corn Dog Castle. Ooh, man. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, what would I change at Corn Dog Castle? I just think they should do like monthly, either monthly or quarterly, um, just crazy corn dogs. I tried the other day, I tried the pickle corn dog that was at Downtown Disney. And. Oh. Mm, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that I've had it. Uh, yeah, the, I don't even like pickles, and I can't, I can't go there. Yeah, deep yeah. frying, deep frying a pickle with a hot dog in it just toughens the the pickle. Sure. And it it has it was tasty, but also I would if I'm gonna have a deep fried pickle, I'm just gonna have a deep fried pickle spear from Carnation, which is tops. It's so good. Um, mm. Corn dog castle. I don't think like a. You know, Corn Dog Castle is one of those things from DCA 1.0 that I think just hit the mark yeah. from day one. Yeah. But I think I would just adjust the menu. I might like get rid of the deep fried cheese because that's not a corn dog. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do like the the cheese, but it's a bit much. Like make it smaller or like put the hot dog inside that with the cheese around it, maybe. Yeah. Or or like make chili inside of it or something, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like that'd be awesome. But the cheese by itself is a bit much. Yeah. That's probably <laughs> what I'd go with. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Steve, you're up. Yes. Okay. You get Disneyland. Disneyland. Nope. Okay. California Adventure. Oh, oh, oh. It, it changed That's right weird. at the last minute. All right. Change everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been there. Monsters Inc. Oh wow. Um put it somewhere else. <laughs> In the park. <laughs> yeah. Well, Before I mean that made me happy. Well, at least, you know. Yeah. That land I could come that into... else. The the ride is okay. I mean, it's a just they just went over what was that the, the limo. limo. Superstar limo, limo. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, I I'd put it somewhere else. I don't know where. Um, somewhere in Pixar Pier, somewhere in, no in the water, anymore. so no one can get to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's an okay ride, but it's nothing special. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing. You know, what's weird is I, I rather ride Winnie the Pooh than 
than uh, than Monsters Inc. Uh, All right, your turn. Oh, we're all, oh no, yes, Disneyland. Oh, uh, you get it. <laughs> it's like we all get in <laughs> California picture. Uh, monorail. Oh, there we go. Okay. Okay. Well, this one, this one's easy because I've talked about this how many times? Yeah. Um, yeah. make it actually like at Disney World, where it can travel and drop you off in different places. Mm-hmm. Hence, across the street, which eventually, if that Eastern Gateway becomes something, have it somehow go to the Toy Story parking lot and have it come back, have it stop in and DCA, you know. All that stuff. Make it longer and actually shorten it inside Disneyland so you can have that back section. You don't need that going around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be so neat to see a monorail going through Anaheim. Like I just think that that to me was like my yeah. vision of the future of like monorails. Yeah. I mean they exactly. could they could have it go across to the convention center and then come back mm-hmm. around and there's mm-hmm. tons of things you do. Yeah. Probably Angel not Stadium. even cost that much yeah. money. Get it to Arctic. Yeah, to the stadium. Yeah. Go to Angel Stadium and come back. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That would be so great. The Angel Line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gosh, it would be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to go one more time. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Marco gets Disneyland. 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 Pizza Planet. I know, right? Oh, man. That, oh, oh, I've got ideas. Oh, well, you, you get the monorail, too. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, I can repick if you want, though. Yeah, let's do a respin. I think, okay. like, I just yeah. agreed with what you were saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> well, now you get the canal boats. Canal boats. Oh, boy. Storybook like, like storybook canal yes. boats. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, man, you know, like, I think... I think what they've added is pretty good. Like they've updated some things. Um, oh man, I don't know. I think the only thing I've ever wanted to do in the canal boats is I would love to just wade through that, you know, in, in, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a, and just like look at it up close. Cause that was the thing I always loved when I was younger. I was like, I want to look at it closer and see all yeah, the details. Yeah. Um, oh um, no, sorry. Got it. Storybook canal boats in uh, uh, Disneyland Paris have Chernabog. <laughs> Bring that. What's that? Uh, Chernabog is the big devil guy from Fantasia. And oh. he's like, they have that model of him like on top of Bald Mountain. Bring that. Bring that into Disneyland. Wow. I'll send you a picture, <laughs> Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's I don't think I've idea. ever seen that. Uh, I would like to see more like. I, I already know what Jason's going to say. What? You're going to say, have the narrator be more like Jungle Cruise. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Well, no, I, I would like to see more stuff besides just the, the buildings, like little little animated characters or something mm-hmm. like coming in and out or like, I don't know. There's tons of stuff you could do there. But So this place, so Storybook Land reminds me of, um, there's a little amusement park. I don't know if it's really an amusement park, but. When I was a little kid and I went to see my uh, relatives, my family in the Netherlands, mm-hmm. they have uh, a miniaturized um, place over there called uh, Madura Dum. And it's all miniature 
and they have things moving. They have, uh, it's all interactive stuff. It's, you know, you put a dime in and you see things, the trucks move and stuff. Yeah. And that's, that'd be neat to have over there, you know, have, like you were saying, have things move and Mm -hmm. little animations and that's things um, like that. Well, had that little animated bird and that's where he got the idea for animatronics, you know? So he used to have that on a desk. It's kind of similar. (sighs) Okay, Steve. All right. Come on, Disneyland. California Adventure. All right. Corn Dog Palace. Soaring. Ooh, okay. Soaring. Bring back Soaring Over California. And keep keep California and get rid of Soaring Over the World. I don't want to see that. Just straighten the straighten the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, yeah. I just think like God, Soaring Soaring's another one of those things where just like just yeah, home run right off the bat. But it's like yeah, we complained that the park was based in California and it's based of California. But now you're saying you want the ride of California uh, back. <laughs> yeah, well that's because it's better than touring <laughs> over the world. <laughs> the touring over the world has too much CGI in it. Yeah. Well like you know, the Taj Mahal the... story, that's so crazy about that. You heard about that, right? Where it was like what's that? They uh getting that the, the Taj Mahal scene is like completely cgi because yeah it doesn't even look real and it was like because they went to film it and it like took forever to get the clearance to do it and then when they did it was just foggy foggy and smoggy <laughs> and so there's like well we could just make it in and fix it in post <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny so wow all right i get disneyland again disneyland I gotta add my special effects. Now. Oh, come on. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I think I mentioned this before too. Just just bring back innovations. Do it better. Do it. Change it out every once in a while so it's not the same old boring stuff, but um, they had the house of the future. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you can do so many different things in there. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. If you did it right and you had interactive things, then people to try and whatever. Um, yeah, I, I would just bring that back, but just do it better. That's that's good... where I would put Pizza Planet, honestly. Put like the arcade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, if you're going to do arcade, you can do Flynn's Arcade and make my, my thing is make Tomorrowland by day, retro Tomorrowland, and by night, make it Tron. That would be pretty cool. So everything is like outlined, and then you can bring back Flynn's Arcade and People Movers upgraded with the new Tron stuff. And even Autopia, you can make it to the light runners, the cars, you know? So, yeah, my, I have a whole video on that, but. That'd be cool. <laughs> All right. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So, get rid of that. Uh, well, so now is the time we, we get into the news. Now is the time we say goodbye. We, I'll come back. I'll family. come back. We can do other updates and stuff. <laughs> this was fun. I like that. <laughs> that, was, that was a lot of fun. So, All right. Cool. So then we will catch you later. And um, thank you, Marco. Yeah. Thank, thank you for, uh, for being, being our number there. two. <laughs> 
but yeah, hopefully, you know, when you get your next car running, you know, we'll, we'll have I'll let you know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, hopefully, like in the next month, we'll have some stuff like kind of ironed out with the truck, and right. we'll have a better sense of like when, yeah. when you get your goofy thing going. <laughs> when you make your goofy car i will give you this okay? <laughs> yeah sounds good <laughs> cool, cool cool later cool thanks marco bye see ya okay all right next up next up we uh let's get next into up. the news when you're looking for the downtown disney beat all the way through down on main street well, look no further for more input, because we're going down to Disney on foot. All right. And here's the news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, um, unless you've been living under a rock, you know Disney versus Florida, well, governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. <sighs> big, big mess going on, and... You know, this was just going to come. It it was bound to happen, but Disney is now suing them. Basically, you know, um, it all started. Disney has their political views and didn't support one of his bills that he was trying to get past. They called the Don't Say Gay bill. And, um, you know, Disney is all about, you know, woke this, woke that, but, you know, support this, support that. So they said stuff that he didn't like and whatever reason he decided to, you know, uh, I'm going to go after Reedy Creek now for some reason. And, um, now Disney's saying like, that's unconstitutional. You, you, you went after us, even though we're allowed, we're constitutionally allowed to say what we want. And besides him to the, the board, the newer board members that replace Reedy Creek board members, are also on this um, lawsuit. So hmm. we'll see how this goes. But I, I mean, yeah. Disney has a pretty valid leg to stand on. What the outcome could be, I'm um, your guess is as good as mine. Um, the f- I don't know. I don't know too much about what's going on. So because it's on the other side of the right. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> you know what Reedy Creek? Reedy oh Creek yeah, yeah, is. yeah. I do. Um, for I those that don't, that uh, it's. Yeah. Yeah. The basically the governing body that surrounds Disney, like the property that it's actually on, um, that was put in place w- with Walt and and Roy and stuff back in the day, and they pretty much control how things are done. They have their own police station, their own fire station. They do the sewers and all that um, instead of the state of Florida. So it. Ron DeSantis, I guess, was saying like, well, you know, no business should have that authority and made it his mission statement to try to get rid of that for no really no reason. It's not like there was anything bad happening or whatever. And there was nothing wrong with it. So it just made it his personal statement because he didn't like what they said. So if you take it in that concept, um, Disney has a valid leg to stand on. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then last weekend on the Saturday, the 22nd, um, I was actually watching. No, you were. Uh, one of my, yeah, I was actually watching one of my friend's live streams. So I was watching uh, Larry 
from Goofy Guy Adventures. Oh, okay. And he was in line at the runaway Mickey's Runaway Railway Railroad or railway, whatever. And his wife was um, walking by the Fantasmic and started recording and said, the dragon's on fire. So it was, it was really weird uh, feeling when, oops, you know, um, when everything was happening live and because it was, you don't know, you don't know. Well, he, especially he, he couldn't, he didn't know what was going on. He just, everything was catching, you know, the kitchen on fire. And luckily the, there wasn't like a panic or nobody got, got seriously hurt or anything. Cause it, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But. When, well, I, I watched the video that you sent the link for and, yeah. um, and I, I went further back and watched her from the beginning again. And I'm surprised nobody got hurt, but yeah, you're, you're yeah. like everybody that was watching was, I think they were kind of just awestruck. Like, yeah, pretty much. It was almost yeah. like a deer in headlight. You're like, they, like, Oh, we got to move now. Like, what? yeah, exactly. It was so weird. Cause everybody was just standing there watching it. And then when it exploded and you saw they were trying to, um, you know, douse it out. Right. And then that one, like it, like it shot the, like the flame shot out of the mouth like it did in the in in the show the show yeah and almost hit that guy that was yeah i was <laughs> trying to get it out <laughs> that guy is so lucky wow. or cast member yeah. whatever um yeah yeah it, it totally looked like it hit him but it i mean being jumped out of the way or whatever i mean he you can yeah. tell he moved out of the way but man that is a close call but maybe he was off from you know front or back yeah, or whatever perspective is a little bit different it yeah. looked like it Still. hit him right on that's yeah. that's crazy but it was like you know the cast members did such a great job of directing traffic trying to get everybody away from the rivers of america and then you know trying to you know not have everybody just stand there and watch until it you know so it, it's it's funny because Again, I was watching that video that you sent from Theme Park Detective, I think is what it was. Yeah, Theme Park Detective. He, I he was, was the one that I started watching. Yeah, I, I was both beginning. really upset with him and, and glad at the same time that he <laughs> ignored cast members because we got more video. But I was also oh, right. like, why yeah. are you like not moving out of the way like they're telling you? Yeah, because I know that yeah. one girl kept calling like, "You need to go, you need to go," and like he backed up. Oh, and she's right. like, "You need to go," and like, yeah. <laughs> cast member. And I was yeah. like, "What a you know," but then I I'm like, "No, actually, this is actually a thing that is newsworthy, and it should have been recorded." So he was in the right, yeah. but he was also wrong. So it was weird. Right, right. And then uh, the next day, uh, Five Fires was there, and he was filming. Um, them trying to they're putting up the the scrim uh around around the dragon so you saw the actual framework of murphy i guess you call him <laughs> yeah i didn't know uh, that um yeah i got that from from david fresh baked apparently there's a nickname um and that nickname i guess comes from murphy's law you know what what um can go wrong what can go wrong can go. will go wrong so yeah 
that's I guess that's fitting, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, which you know, of course, uh, the parade. That, what do they call it? F- uh, Festival of Fantasy Parade in, in Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom. Oh right, that right. Melissa the Dragon had the I same experience, that. except they didn't completely yeah. burn, but but the head did. Yeah. And I mean, I guess lesson learned: no more fire breathing dragons. <laughs> we'll see. Well, it was just it was just really sad to you know because if if you're a Disneyland fan and have seen Fantasmic and you see how cool looking the Maleficent dragon is yeah. and how it breathes the fire and lights the rivers of America on, on fire. It's just a really, really neat effect. And you see something bad happen and it get destroyed. It's just, it's, it's sad for all of us that, you know, or that like the show and, and everything. Yeah. Of course he's going to get fixed and all this other stuff, but right. You know, maybe they'll like with uh, Big Thunder. Maybe they'll design it a little differently. So, well, yeah. I mean, now, like now that you have to, I mean, yeah. there's probably something that can be done. So, here's a yeah. fun fact, um, and I don't think I've ever told you this. So, in high school, I was in stagecraft. We did plays. I did the sets and lights and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, after I graduated uh, and moved to Huntington Beach. One of the jobs I tried to get was to work the follow spot on Phantasmic. Oh, wow. They used to have yeah. the lights that come up, you know. Yeah. From the ground, but they used to have actual right. people that would do the follow spots. Now it's all yeah. like digital and stuff. It did, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was like a job that I was, I applied for. I didn't get it, but. Yeah. I was like. I applied there too, many times. Yeah. <laughs> First time when I applied there, they said no, because I. Pretty much because I live too far away. I live like over an hour away. Mm. And they're like, no. Yeah. So, but anyway. Yeah. And then I guess because of this fire, they are now thinking, or I think they are um, canceling the the actual, um, what is it? The wonder, I can't even think. Wondrous Journeys? The, yeah. Wonders Journeys, the, the show at Disneyland, the fireworks, the fireworks show. show. And I, I believe there's like fire that shoots out from the castle or from the buildings from uh, Fantasyland. And I believe they postponed that part of the show or canceled that part of the show with the fireworks for for right now. And, and same with World of Color. Yeah. The, the fire effects there too. Um, I guess to review, make sure everything is right. And that's funny. Cause, um, again, Dave fresh baked, he was spot mm-hmm. on. He, he called that in his video that night before. And he's like, I, I wouldn't doubt if this happens. Cause you know, one thing goes wrong. You, you, you know, make it your mission to make sure nothing else happens. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it makes sense that everything else is going to get inspected. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I, I think good in a way, you know, yeah. that way you make sure you make sure everything's good. Yeah. So speaking of fantasy land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have some closures. Um, not really sure why, um, but June 5th, um, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan and Mr. Toe's Well Bride are all going down for refurbishment refurbishment yeah um now all, all of these rides are located within the same show building 
they're right. separated yeah. out, but they are the same yeah. building. So, yeah, when you look from above on Google Maps, you'll see it's it's one yeah, one it's, part of the one, wing. <laughs> okay. It's that whole side over there, pretty much. And yeah. There's also yeah. um, that that shop is kind of connected on the backside, but whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, that Mad Hatter shop. Well, the Mad, Mad Hatter, Hatter, but the, also what used to be the um, the where the weapons were. I forgot what it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you get the the crests. Yeah, I forgot what's yeah. in there now, but it's like Christmas stuff. Yeah, now or something. something weird. <laughs> but they had yeah. the other Christmas store now, so I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I, I haven't been in there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I couldn't speculate. Uh, why you need to close three rides unless something is affecting a wall interior wall that kind of connects all of them right. or a roof or, or something. I mean, that's why else would you shut down all three of them at the same time? Unless you're just like saving money, uh, might as well just shut down the whole thing. I don't know. I don't but know. to I mean, me that just... in my head, I'm thinking there's gotta be a problem somewhere that affects all of them. Yeah. A wall. <laughs> a wall. Like I said, a wall or <laughs> Yeah, roof the ceiling, because like, you know uh, how uh, Alice in Wonderland actually goes above Mr. Toad's right. Wild Ride. So yeah, there could, I mean, there could some, be something cracking. There, there could be I don't know an AC leak. Who yeah. knows? I mean, who knows? Yeah, but um, yeah. So that that's kind of weird. But um, no, no word yet on how long that's going to take. So no, no, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then. Um, yeah, this was this was pretty cool. So, the new uh, what is it? What are the, the Starview Station? It's just a weird name, yeah, but yeah, the, yeah, from D, DVC Lounge. So, the Disney uh, Vacation Club. Yeah, so this is in Tomorrowland above Launch Bay. Yeah, the second floor. Second floor, Launch Bay. Yeah, and and much just like other DVC lounges i mean i've only seen the one that adam lewu goes to in, in epcot but they serve uh you know the the disney or the disney the uh the coca-cola freestyle machine so you can get drinks i guess they have oh, chips and other snacks there for the free. custom custom coke machine yeah um so i guess that's up there there's quite a, i mean it looks pretty cool there's a tv there's some chairs um couches and stuff and there's even a couple props from other um disney movies and whatnot yeah, isn't there also like, uh, or is that from the throwback thing? I think that was from the throwback day. Throwback. Oh, you're night, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about the um, carousel products people? Yeah, yeah. 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 They had those outside. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. it looks kind of cool. I, I mean, if you are a DVC member, it, it's a good way to beat the heat for sure. Yeah, yeah, especially during summer. Yeah, that's that's always why I always went to um, the animation um, station. Oh, in, in DCA, in yeah, DCA, yeah. I go sit in Mr. Lincoln. And watch, you can do that too. Yeah. Watch his show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always like the um, off the pages store though. Like yeah. I love all the art and stuff. So that was yeah. always my go to. Or uh, I guess right next to Mr. Lincoln, you can go to the Disneyana store too. Right. Right. And then something that you got upset about. Yeah. <laughs> Should I take this one? <laughs> you got it. It's all yours. <laughs> well, it's just like, um, 
so, you know, I had the magic key and it expired. And at the time it expired, I didn't have the money to renew it. I didn't think much about it because didn't know it was going away. But it went away. Yeah. And then every time it's come back, I either don't have money or it sells You're out in a day, a day. too late. Yeah. <laughs> Which had happened this last time. Um, was it, I think it's a week ago or so now. I think maybe more two weeks, maybe, but I, I missed my chance again. And I, I just, it irritates me because I don't understand. Even if you wanted to make money, if that was your option, why are you limiting sales? Why? Yeah. And it, again, Park overcrowding was never an, a big thing. Like I, I could probably count on one hand how many times I've I've known that the park's been maxed out. Yeah, it, it's never a big thing. But I understand the reservations helps you, um, you know, have a, adequate cast members or or whatnot. You could still do this without limiting people. Still require right. them to tell yeah. you when they're going to come. But don't tell them they can't come, you know? Yeah. yeah. But if they had to tell you up front, you can still do what you're doing without limiting people. I just... So that's it's like over, uh, I saw Adam's video about uh, at Disney World. You don't, you know, after two o'clock, you can, you don't need a reservation or anything. Right. You can just walk right in. Our, our, any uh, any of the, the parks over there. Yeah. So. I mean you're allowed to park hop here after well now it's what they changed it right? two or to, three or what i don't know what it is but no i think it's earlier now because it oh, used it was, to be like two i think it was two o'clock um so if you made your reservation for disneyland you can park hop to california adventure right, right? but you still have to go and into disneyland first or whatever yes yes so, but I think they changed the time now for that. I think it's now like noon or something. Well, either way, I, mean, <clears throat> yeah. I don't, don't want to get too too bent out of shape about this, but yeah, I know. <laughs> On to the next. Subject. Well, I, I just I just wanted to mention one thing though. Our our sure. good friend, Hey Man with J Man, yes. has the highest tier key. And he cannot get oh, into right, Disneyland. Right. And he couldn't get in. Yeah. Like, I saw, I I saw mean, that. Yeah. That was I, on his I last video. Yeah. I don't want to buy, like, the, the highest tier key is available. But if I get down there twice, maybe three times a year, it's not worth it. But it is worth it if yeah. I get, like, the Inspire key. Or not Inspire, right. Enchant. No, it's the, yeah, Enchant key. The lowest key besides the California version or whatever. <clears throat> that amount of money makes sense to me. Like I, I'm willing to spend that. I am not willing to spend more because I don't know if I can get down there that much. But right. if I did spend that much, I would want to <laughs> make sure I was able to get down there. That's just irritating. Yes, yes. I know. It's anyway. Rant. It's, fr it's frustrating, you know, because <laughs> like, well, like, hey man, I don't know how many times he said that in his video. Well, I don't. I couldn't get a reservation. Yeah. I couldn't get a reservation. I, I just, it's, I don't get it. It's like, know? it's, yeah, I don't understand. It's, Disney just wants money, yeah. but you're not taking well, my I, money. I understand so. the business part too, but still, I mean, you, you, someone that purchases the, the highest tier, you know, they, 
should be able to go whenever. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, speaking of crazy. <laughs> three new Star Wars movies. So I don't know about this. So <laughs> All right. Well, if, if Filoni and and Favreau are in it, okay. Yeah. Well, the, um if, Well, okay. Let me let me mention the first one. Yeah, go ahead. So, first off, uh yes, there's three movies. Excuse me. Um there it's not a trilogy though. They're standalone no. movies. Right. Um, I don't know what order they're coming out in, but supposedly the first one um, should be released December of 25. Um, that's not confirmed, though. It's hypothetical, I guess. Okay. The first movie, um, again, I don't know order. Um, it's said to feature, um, well, it is featuring Daisy uh, really coming back as Ray, And it will take place 15 years after The Rise of Skywalker, so the last movie. Oh, right, right. And it's about her basically rebuilding the Jedi Order. Okay. Um, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Um, everyone is speculating because um, of the time frame that, it, you know, Grogu from the Mandalorian um, is still alive. And if you went back and, and figured out that Yoda became a Jedi master when he was around 90, 91, Grogu would be about this age in that movie. So they're speculating that, you know, maybe Grogu has something to do with that movie. I don't know. Hmm. Also, this leads to why That's interesting. Bat 2 Galaxy's Edge um, is in that time frame. As well, it's the time frame that comes after all of this, um, all, all the, the prequels, all the, the original trilogy. It's all after that. So okay. this kind of still fits in there. And then, you know, that allows them to maybe bring in stuff from this movie, too. Hmm. Who knows? Although we're supposed to see all these characters anyway, and they never did that. So <laughs> that's <one> thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you bring in characters, great. You know, do something. Yeah. Um, now, the second movie as we were saying, um, is in the Mandalorian era. So it is about the Mandalorians. Um, and this is directed by Dave Filoni. I don't know okay. if um, Favreau has any part in it. Maybe he's producing, but hasn't right, been said. Right. Um, Grand Admiral Thrawn from the animated series you know, was it, I, I need to watch those because I don't know anything. I never watched to, a lot of yeah. them. I watched some of them, but he's one of the main villains. Um, blue skinned uh, uh, Imperial a -A. Admiral, obviously. Yeah. Um, he's actually going to be in, in the live action Ahsoka Hana um, oh, right. series right. coming up. And I think that comes in yeah. August. But they're speculating that he might be the the main villain in the Mandalorian movie. So may, I, I guess what they're what they're trying to say is that all these like Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, Mandalorian may all come to a heed in this movie with Admiral Thrawn. So I don't know. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool though. Yeah. I mean if they can link stuff together, that, that makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And yeah. I mean you can keep making new characters and go on and go on. So 
Right, right. I'm a big Star Wars fan, so I, I would love to see I, new stuff. I am too, but I'm more well. I I, lo- I well, you can tell, I guess, <laughs> but it's more yeah. of the um, the older style, right? I, 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 not I'm, not Episode One, Two, or Three, right? Uh, but I did like um, Rogue One. The the way they blended everything together to yeah. a new hope. Rogue so. One was actually one of my favorites. Like yeah. at, out yeah. of all of them, not the favorite, but one of them. Right. Right. Um, but the prequels, um, the one thing I did love because I'm a big like droid fan is they had a lot of droids, battle bots and whatnot. Um, so that was kind of cool for me. And, and of course, you know, the, the newer ones have BB-8 and, um, yeah, well, I, I like I I loved uh, K two S O. I just yeah. I wish they didn't destroy him. <laughs> uh, um, that's like pretty much the only time we ever see that that uh, that type of droid, the K two S O droid. Um, actually, I, th- I think there was a, in Mandalorian. There was one of them. It could have been. Man, Man, Mando had some cool droids in there too. Yeah, like the, I thought it was funny how they brought the R five droid. <laughs> I mean, I love how they they made the uh, IG eleven. Yes, a little yeah, that little for, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> and he's just, no, 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 like yeah, yeah. give him, yeah, give him yeah, a voice without great. giving him a voice. Yeah, that was great. Um, the third movie is directed by James uh, Mangold. Uh, or Mangold, I think that's what it is. Um, he's actually the guy who is uh, directing the the Indy Five right now, the Dial of Destiny. Um, he, oh, right, right, the new one. The yeah, new one, and yeah. he also did Logan and um, the Wolverine. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, but I like um, both of those. Yeah, so he he should be right up in his uh, game on this one. I mean, it's 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 up his alley, I guess we should say. <laughs> um. I wrote this one out as it takes place in a galaxy long, long, or it takes place in a, in a time long, 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 long ago, time ago. Anyway, meaning it's, it's, it's further, <laughs> further than the, the prequels and all that, because this is the origins of how the Jedi became. Okay. So that should be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, that should be. Yeah. I, I, I forgot who it is. I think it was new rock stars. Um, that's another YouTube channel. They were making a comment like, I want to see how the first Jedi figured out that they can just get a Kraber crystal and make a lightsaber. (laughs) How did that come about? Uh, Who knows? Maybe we'll see that. So um, there should be a lot of things in this, like learning the force the first time and, you know, how that come about. Yeah, how that came about and everything. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And that about does it for the news. Yeah. Cool. So we're gonna do do the do this like a monthly thing or bi monthly or, or two times a month or one time a month or yeah. So I think I mean I think we said this last time, but um, f- for me I, I I for now anyway I think a monthly podcast makes sense. Yeah. Um, especially because yeah. we have all the other videos that we do. Um, right. Right. I, I like how this is going so far. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it, if it becomes more popular and we have more free time, meaning we have more subscribers and it 
allows yeah. us to do more um, than maybe we can do it bi-monthly and see how that goes. And then maybe even weekly, who knows? Yeah. The more free time that we have to spend on this, the more videos we can put out. Um, like it was without saying, it's like any channel. This is why subscribers help us because the more subscribers, the more chance, you know, we become monetized and that helps support us to not have to work, at least not as much as we do. Well, I think we, you and I being woodworkers, we would never just stop. <laughs> no, no. We're always no. going to do that. But maybe the, no, the day yeah. job would could kind of go on the wayside. You know, who knows? Yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, for now, monthly is pretty good. Um, I do have uh, friends in other podcasts, and I, I gave some shout-outs last time. But I did want to mention um, my other friend. It's, it's actually, he's a stand-up comedian. He, he's been doing it for, I don't know, a few years now. Um, but he started the podcast, and I, I, I ran ideas back and forth with him, too, about our podcast, our podcast mm. and what we can do and whatnot. But um, again, he has like a comedy podcast where he talks to some other comedians and other standups that are in, in local that he knows. Um, it's called the dumb podcast D U M. But yeah, check you, check you, <laughs> you guys can go check him out. Yeah. Um, I will put a link in the description for him. And as well as our links, which I will throw down here, you can find us on Instagram yep. at Discover Magic Podcast, or you can just visit discovermagic.com, and that will link you to our Linktree page, where basically spreads off to all our other channels, <laughs> our personal channels, and yeah, uh, you can yeah. even contact us there. And one of the things that you can yeah. do there is leave us a voice message. If you want your voice heard on our show, if you have an idea, if you have a comment, leave us a voice message and we may play it on the next episode. Yeah. Or if you have some idea that you yeah. like to see. Feedback, comments, okay. all, all yeah. of that is welcomed. But if you, you know, you're, you have a potty mouth, we might not play that or we might peep it out. But if you keep it decent <laughs> and you're not hurting their feelings, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you might get played. So yeah. by played, I mean yeah. like on air. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess that's it for now. Do you have anything else, Steve? No, I'm I'm good. It was great having Marco on. It was yes. very interesting. I didn't know too much about about what he did. Uh, there's uh, some things I even learned. Um, I, yeah, I, I so it was, talked to him quite a bit. It was really we, neat. Yeah. yeah. When I first met him, I, we were going back and forth. But yeah, there's a lot of things I yeah. didn't know. So it was pretty cool. And uh, and all started with a truck. Yeah. <laughs> and I will link um, yeah. his things down below, but I will also show it again here. Yeah. And I believe he has, he said he has pizzaplanettruck.com as well. I, I believe so. Yeah. 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 So, so cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. All righty. <laughs> we were on the we same said page. three things in the same time. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So until next time, um, you know, 
I guess that's stupid. Uh, I have nothing else to yeah, say. Our, 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 I need to close it. Stay, uh, until next time. Uh, all right. Until next time. Discover the magic. Subscribe. Yeah, well, like, was, uh, share. Yeah. Till next time. Oh. Subscribe, okay. share, comment, like, all that stuff. And, uh, let's, uh, discover the magic. Magic together. Together. All right. Later. See ya. Wait, what was that? I don't know. <laughs> Let's What's do that on? one again. Let me do another. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> again, we're doing this, leaning into the microphone. I, I, I don't know why I keep doing this, but. Yeah. So my, my voice sounded okay. It's I'm fine, but away. for some reason, I think this sounds better. <laughs> this sounds way better. End of line.